Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. It's not medical marijuana, it's CBD. And if you're into health magazines and journals, you already know the reported health benefits of CBD can be very compelling. I myself use the salve. The CBD salve is incredible. It feels good on my body. And during the course of the day, it's like it's not even there. I trust it, first and foremost. CBD is the potent compound extracted from the hemp version of cannabis. There's no high It's legal, and you don't need a script when you buy from the source I trust, CBDistillery.com. Where you get CBD products is crucial. With independent lab tests and nearly a quarter million customers, CBDistillery.com are the experts. If you're into health, you'd be wise to visit CBDistillery.com. Do your research and see what CBD can do for you. Go to CBDistillery.com and enter BUSTED. For 20% off. Again, enter busted for 20% off at cbdistillery.com. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, WWE Hall of Famer Mark Henry and I discuss everything from the crown jewel yesterday afternoon, starting with the big news. The Fiend Bray Wyatt is your new WWE Universal Champion. What does this mean for the Fiend Bray Wyatt moving forward? But also, what does this mean for former champion Seth Rollins? We talk about that on today's episode. We also get in deep about the historic matchup between Natalia and Lacey Evans in Saudi Arabia. What does it mean for the WWE and how historic is it and the raw emotion coming out of that match? Also, we get into Mark Henry's thoughts right now of Umberto and Ricochet coming out of the crown jewel. All that right now on the Busted Open Podcast. We have a new Universal Champion, The Fiend, Bray Wyatt. I did not see that coming, Mark. Not at all. I didn't see it either. I mean, and and Jay, before we get going, didn't Seth Rollins kind of sound like Arnold Schwarzenegger? (laughs) (laughs) Get get the chopper. (laughs) Get the chopper. Yeah, he was like, I, you know, he was screaming. Well, if you had demandable claw, you'd you'd be screaming uh, too. I, I had it before. It's not pleasant. And then it's the sister pleasant. Abigail, and now a new champion. Listen, for multiple reasons, I didn't see this coming. First of all, I didn't think they'd be taking the title off of Seth Rollins. Number one. Number two. Did you I, have a problem with it? No, I didn't have a problem with it at all. Anything that surprises and shocks you, Mark, you can't really have a problem with. Yeah, I feel the same way. I think that um, the match was pretty balanced and put together, and there was a lot of exciting things that happened. 
Um, I, I'm, I'm one of those guys that I like to see the champion kind of fight back from adversity. It seemed to me like Seth was still in control for most of that match. And I would have liked to seen him fight the demon from behind, from, you know, just being at a deficit the whole match. But that wasn't what I got. I mean, it looked like he was a superstar. He was just kicking Bray Wyatt's ass. But just like we saw at Hell in a Cell, Mark, Bray Wyatt kept getting coming back. I know. It's just like, what do you got to do to beat this dude? Well, you were talking about Jacob being, you know, Jason from the Friday the 13th movies. Yeah. Well, that's the same thing with the fiend Bray Wyatt. It's just like those J- like Jason, the character in those Friday the 13th movies. Just as soon as you coming. think he's dead, he just keeps coming back and it's it's funny again, like I didn't think they take the title off of Seth. We now know like Bray Wyatt was drafted by SmackDown. He's he you know, he's he's a SmackDown wrestler and the Universal Championship is the championship that's on Monday Night Raw, and after Brock Lesnar retaining earlier in the afternoon, so now both your World Heavyweight Championship titles are on SmackDown right right now. I didn't see that coming. I thought what we were going to see last night was going to be the end of this feud, but man, a new chapter for the Fiend Bray Wyatt. And Mark, on yesterday's show with Bully, I talked about how Seth Rollins in an interview on Monday mentioned Bray Wyatt being the new flavor and the in thing and the hot thing. Then fast forward to Wednesday on NXT, Finn Balor said the same thing, how he had to lay down to the guy that's hot just because he changed his mask. And then then we see Bray Wyatt on Thursday afternoon win that Universal Championship. I guess they're right. I guess right now the Fiend Bray Wyatt is the hottest thing in the WWE. But what look at look at where the light is shining on now. The light is shining on the fiend. The light is shining on Bray Wyatt. And for all of those people that were criticizing, whining, complaining about Seth Rollins, now you can shut the hell up. So what you're basically saying is you're telling me to shut the hell up. Not just you. Yeah. But all I'm the one of them. That all the people that hate that, like I, 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 um, I believe that Seth Rollins is an unbelievable talent. I believe that now is the time, from a, a storyline perspective, that you do him like you do a Rocky movie. You take Seth Rollins and have him be conflicted, have him be depressed, have him feel like a sense of loss. He lost the title, but more than anything. He's been fearful of the fiend. Let him go and start working out. Show him working out. Showing him looking at himself in the mirror like the Rocky movies. Show him having somebody that's close to him build him up. And then finally he says, listen, I'm, I'm ready to face my fear. I'm not going to let my fear of the fiend rule me. I'm going to go out here and I'm going to do what champions do, and that is beat the Fiend and take my rightful place as the WWE champion back. And and that those are the stories in wrestling that made us fans. I mean, I've, I've, I, we've talked about this off the air as well as on the air, Dave, that we want stories to be told that's going to emotionally get us invested, right? Yep. 
what does Rocky of all the movies that you've ever watched do that other movies kind of pale in comparison is get you emotionally involved in whatever story they're trying to tell you one through six, pick one. Like they all have you emotionally invested in what's going on with rock. And right now with Seth, and this is something that I've kind of bitched and moaned about Mark, cause you're right. You need to get emotionally involved. You hit the nail right on the head. When you talk about pro wrestling, when is it at its best? When you're emotionally involved. That's right. Seth has not done, in my opinion, a good job, especially in his promos, getting you emotionally invested in him. When I talked about like Bray Wyatt after Hell in a Cell, when he gets on the microphone, he's got a big smile on his face saying, hey, I'm happy to be in Denver. I think we saw a different type of Seth Rollins going into this matchup on Monday. I know you and Bully talked about that on Tuesday. And I really saw something out of Seth that I hadn't seen in months and months from him. Now we have to see that Seth Rollins. Yeah. Because, Mark, you said it. Now he's hit rock bottom. Now he's lost his championship. Now he has self-doubt. Now he's probably, you know, his confidence is broken. Well, now we get to see him reborn. Now we get to see him at the bottom rung of the ladder and climb his back way up to prominence. The only way you're going to do that is by getting us emotionally involved because the fans, Mark, as you said, the fans want to get behind Seth Rollins. So now Seth has to be that wrestler that gets you emotionally involved. We have to see his frustrations. We have to see his disappointment. We have to see his anger. That's the Seth Rollins I want to see moving forward. Yeah, but I also want to see other guys step up and go, why why should he get another shot? Like, he lost. And yeah, you get the mandatory rematch and all of this. I was like, but you have the other guys perpetuate what we already see he's he's broken he's afraid of him like give me a shot i'm not afraid like i I love to see more of that involved in the show because i guarantee you there's about five guys that i mean you can line them up that want a shot at that title and not just on raw but on smackdown as well and Let's let's get that. I, that's what I want. I mean, oh, I want I want diversity in in the in who gets a shot. I, w- I want to see uh, Kevin Owens get a shot. You know, at the tie at the Fiend, run all these guys at the Fiend, and then we can decide on whether or not Seth can come back from this depression, and he's lost his fear of the fiend and then he gets a shot and maybe he wins it again maybe he takes it back all right i like what you're saying mark so instead of giving seth this shot at the title right away let him hit face first into the ground work his way up and then during that time see other wrestlers challenge him for that title yeah you know what that's how you're going to get behind Seth Rollins because look at Roman Reigns why did a lot of people reject Roman Reigns because they felt he was always in the title picture he was being shoved down our throats now why are we into Roman Reigns because he's nowhere near the title and now we're buying into Roman so when they do put him back into the title picture we're behind him 
So what you're saying now, that's what you want to see from Seth Rollins. That's exactly what I want to see. Like what you're hearing? Catch Busted Open live Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156 or on demand with the Sirius XM app. Let's go out to the Busted Open Nation. Let's go out to Michael in Indy. Michael, what did you think of last night, my friend? Uh, nothing much. I just want to call and talk about the scene. You got it. For sure. Hey, I got to say, uh, last night, as soon as he won, I stood up and just raised my hands. I was just super excited. Were, were you excited because you, you wanted to see the Fiend win, or were you excited because you just didn't want to see Seth be the uh, champion? I wanted to see the Fiend win and that they that he actually won. And it goes back to what you were saying about eating people's faces off and stuff like that, about, like, talking about booking. You know, like, maybe if people just, you know, like, stop worrying about that and just yeah. enjoy pro wrestling, the thing yeah. that they love. You know, like, he's a, he's a horror character, but he's more than that. Because I haven't seen someone react to moves, like, since The Undertaker like that. And that, um, and that... They maybe they just wanted to you know like hell in the cell, whatever, and get to this point and have him win on Halloween night. You know their horror character with that mask, holding that belt, closing out um, Crown Jewel on Halloween. So that's why I think I think people just you know need to just enjoy and love pro wrestling. You know what, Michael? A really good call, good positive call, and I like what you said, especially at the end of the call, Michael. And thanks for that call I know it sounds like something simple and it went right over my head and we never thought about it but you know what yesterday was Halloween and if you're gonna have somebody like the fiend win a title why not do that on Halloween that's something you could talk about 30 years from now you know 30 years ago on Halloween the fiend became WWE Universal Champion. Now, like that's something you could talk about for years and years to come. Dave, you know I just now put that in perspective. I didn't even think of that. It's it was Halloween. Yeah, I mean, I I think I think that's something again. You know, we didn't I don't think anybody thought about that going into that show yesterday, but you're thinking about it now. And here's the best part about it. And I love Michael's call on the fact that he's trying to be positive. Like, I understand that a character like The Fiend Bray Wyatt doesn't need a title, but he has the title. So maybe they could come up with something that's going to be kind of fun moving forward, kind of creative, kind of cool. I mean, it's true. The Fiend Bray Wyatt is hot right now, so why not capitalize it? How many times have we talked about whether it's a Braun Strowman or even back in the day Ryback where it's like, wow, this guy is hot right now. This is the perfect opportunity to strike while the iron's hot, give this guy the title, and they don't. Well, now they're doing exactly the opposite. They are striking while the iron's hot. The Fiend Bray Wyatt is hot right now. Why not capitalize it? Give him the Universal Championship and see where it goes. Now, if you see The Fiend is on the card, wouldn't you buy a ticket? Like, I, he's one of those guys that makes you want to go buy a ticket. I want to see what he's going to do next in my town against whoever the guy is. Like, that's, that's man, it's good. It's not only good for the business, but it's 
the fans feel like they're getting what they want rather than uh, what you're given. And I always say, man, just take what you get because it's, it's, the business is so good right now. Mm-hmm. Like you get you get wrestling. For, it's, it's just like going to a buffet, just a smorgasbord. I always have to take it back to food. It's, it's like a, a smorgasbord of whatever you want. And having Bray Wyatt as the champion now, is it just gives so many different possibilities. I think that him being champion gives a lot of versatility. I'm I'm not I'm all for it. And here's the thing too, he's gonna be on SmackDown tonight. Now SmackDown isn't isn't exactly heated up the ratings since their debut episode. Are you gonna tell me after watching what you saw yesterday that you don't want to see what Bray Wyatt has to say tonight? On SmackDown? I know that I do. Dave, what do you think about this? What if, and we are in the what if machine, Bray Wyatt comes out and he has no clue why he has the title? What what happened? What? Where did this come from? And then you can hear the fiend in the background, the voice in his head saying, look what I did for you. And I mean, it's just like, man, you could do it's so many possibilities of what you could do. That's that's why I see him being champion as a good thing. It's because I don't even know what to expect. And that's always a good thing in wrestling, Mark, when you can't man, predict. I don't know what's what to expect. Happen. And I think that our fans are gonna enjoy this too. Like the, when I say our fans, not just the busted open fans, but the fans of wrestling. I I, I don't know why I just reference wrestling as being mine like it's mine no, it is yours it is it's, it's ours all it's all ours night. more than any it's other sport ours. or forms of entertainment pro wrestling fans own it it's and ours yeah it's you, ours. you are right you're right if you don't know sirius xm then listen up commercial free music plus sports comedy talk and news they have it all a lot of people think you need a car to enjoy sirius xm but you don't you can listen outside the car right now you can get your first three months of sirius xm outside the car for just one dollar just go to SiriusXM.com busted to see offer details and to subscribe you can listen on your phone at home and online that's SiriusXM.com busted offer available to new sirius xm streaming subscribers sirius xm no car required how could you not be singing the praises of Natalia and Lacey Evans after that matchup yesterday at Crown Jewel? Natalia getting the word that they were going to be wrestling as soon as they got off the flight to Saudi. And, man, what a moment. Never thought that was coming when we found out yeah. about it. You know, on early on Wednesday, it was, it was breaking news. Historic matchup between those two in Saudi. Great reaction for both women from that crowd at Crown Jewel and just a moment where it was hard not to get emotional. And, you know, listen, I know I'm having a little, a lot of fun with Corey Graves this morning, but you know, to see Corey Graves get choked up, to see Michael Cole get choked up, to see Natalia get choked up before the match even started. And then Lacey Evans in their embrace after the match, the fact that even during the match, they were having fun with it, knowing that this was something that you should have fun with. And they had like a nice skilled competition where they had respect between the two of them. Just a wonderful moment that did great, not get lost on me. Great. And and a great choice of music from Gabby. Respect. And I, I'm I'm telling you, these women 
And when I say these women, I mean Lacey and Natalia did a great job with what they were given and the time that they were given. And to be the first, we talk about this all the time. There's hardly ever a first in wrestling because so many things are spawned from what wrestling has given the world in entertainment. But it supersedes wrestling. Like we've had the WWE has been attacked and vilified for going to Saudi Arabia because of the women's rights issue. The WWE is responsible single-handedly of giving a whole entire country women in a high point in entertainment. And you cannot fix a philosophy in just a few minutes in a match, but you can start the process of fixing the fact that women don't have all the rights that they are slowly getting, but the, the it's in motion. The ball is rolling. Women are driving. Women are able to, you know, already do almost every job that's available. And that wasn't something that was prevalent in the last five years, nevertheless, the last 50 years. So I think that this progress, this is a big moment and the WWE should be really, really proud of themselves for pushing uh, the country to help with the, help add women to the entertainment factor in the country. But we wouldn't like it if we had somebody come over here and try to change our values and change our rules and traditions we are a democracy. They're a dictatorship. There's differences in philosophy. And it's cool to see a change. But don't expect everything to change in a minute. It's going to take years for everything to balance out and, and be fixed. I mean, you look at what we're going through in this country. And, you know, it's 1968 was not that long ago. Nevertheless, what happened a hundred years ago? So let's give it a hundred years, guys. Let's let's not rush. Like let's not let's not be so critical of the WWE for going and doing things when you don't know what the rationale is. How did you you, you didn't know that it would it would have came this far? What has it been? Two years? Not even. Like give, not even. Give it a break. Let it ride. And Triple H mentioned in that initial press conference about them doing shows in Saudi. And he talked about the only way you can make change is by going out there and actually trying to do something about it. And a lot of people doubted it. And a lot of people thought that this was just a money grab. And and listen, I'm not getting into the politics of why they're doing it or why they first initially thought that it was a good reason to go out there. But I don't think anybody thought at this point that we would see the type of matchup that we saw yesterday at Crown Jewel between Natalia and Lacey Evans. You know, we talk about change. I don't think anybody thought that change would happen that fast. And this is how it starts. And, Mark, you know this better than anybody because you're somebody that I always say at the beginning of this show is a world champion in three different sports. 
when you talk about almost every aspect of humanity, sometimes change happens because of sports. Sports is kind of that safe catalyst where you don't have one side pitted against the other, where it's an unbiased field, and then you could possibly make a change. And I think this might be an example of that. It is. And I remember when I was in Louisville, Kentucky, I heard a story. Of there was an all-black school and there was an all-white school in Louisville before uh, segregation uh, ended. And, of course, it was racially motivated. The Neither one of the teams wanted to change their name. They wanted it to be the name of the school because they segregated when they joined. Mm -hmm. They're like, well, we're just going to stay this name, right? And they're like, no, it's got to change. It's got to have this name or you put both names. And then it came to, well, let's put this name first and then you can hyphen it and then put that name. It's like, no, let's put our name front and hyphen it and put your name last. And they argued and argued and argued. And finally, somebody just said, um, no, that's, that's not what we're going to do. Like it didn't happen until they started playing. And once they started playing, they realized that they were the exact same that they were identical. They ran the same offense, basically the same defense. And I'm saying this story because the guy that told me this story is a basketball coach and he's, you know, like 70 years old. And he was telling me, he was like, Mark, at the end of that practice, the first practice when both teams got together, the coaches did not care what you called the team that they were a team. And I was like, wow, that's heavy. And that's what's it's going to take time to fix all of these ills and woes. And I'm not saying that their philosophy is broken because that's their philosophy. They've been that way for thousands of years. But I do see the advancement in this, in this world. And I hope that that happens. But the thing that I'm most happy about is it's happening through pro wrestling. This not happening between the politics is not playing a role in it. This is pro wrestling helping to establish something that they've wanted to do for a while now, which is you bring Eastern uh, Western uh, entertainment to Saudi Arabia and they're using it through wrestling. That's just a beautiful thing. I just love the fact that we, are a part of that. Like what you're hearing? Catch Busted Open live Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156 or on demand with the Sirius XM app. The last thing I wanted Braun Strowman and so anything to happen to him for is him to get knocked out. And that's exactly what happened yesterday. Oh, boy. Damn it! Why? Come on, man. You have two guys striking 6'8 apiece, towering figures. You're fighting the world champion in boxing. Current world champion. 
the first thing that should have been done. Ding, ding, ding. Throw a punch, duck, and get the hell out of there. Like, whoa, wait a minute. This is wrestling. This is not a boxing match. You're in my world. You're in my ring. Establish the fact of who he is and what he could do. I mean, he could have swung as wild and crazy as a swing you've ever seen where he almost fell down on the ground. As long as Braun Strowman fell down on the ground too and got out. Get out of the way. I was, I, I, and I mean, you're walking around and nobody's hands are up. And then you lock up. Listen. I don't criticize very often because I believe that we should take what we get, like it, analyze it. And if you don't like it, say, you know what? It wasn't what I expected and move right along to the next thing. And I just can't do that to this because of how much money was invested. And, and I'm, I'm sure that Vince was not happy because there were holes in what could have been. And if I spent that much money to get that done, I would want a really good product and they, he didn't get it. And that's, that's the sum of it. And Mark, I, man, I mean, obviously coming from you, a hall of famer, you know, a big man who could have, you know, stood toe to toe with Tyson Fury too. And Braun Strowman is the guy that's going to be here moving forward. It's not going to be Tyson Fury. Tyson Fury is going back to the world of boxing. He's got a big fight coming but up in February. Dave, I don't. I don't have a problem with with the finish. I don't. If you wrestle and you do all the stuff, and then out of the blue, when it looks like Tyson is actually going to be able to out wrestle Braun. Braun throws a punch and drops him. And he's jumping around and he's acting like he won in Rocky. And Tyson is pulling himself up on the ropes. He's shaking it off. Sorry, I couldn't quite. Shaking it off. (laughs) And then all of a sudden, now you hear Tyson go, is that what we're doing now? And they lock up and roll around and he ducks, undercuts, and knocks the dog shit out of Brian. Cold, flat as a board. You can count to 100. And he covers him. One, two, three, ding, ding, ding. And he stands up and he stands over him like Muhammad Ali and they keep counting four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. And now he jumps up and takes a victory lap. It's, 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 it's poetic. It tells a story of the boxer trying to be a wrestler because it was brought to him by the guy. Then the guy gets his ass kicked 
at his own game and he throws a punch. And now you say, oh yeah, that's what we're doing. And he knocks his ass stiff. And he stands up and he gets the one, two, three, but he makes the victory lap because they do a 10 count like they do in boxing. Like lay the stuff out and make it so frustrated. It's so frustrating. Like, am I making sense? No, you are making sense. And this is the complete opposite of what we saw with the Kane and Brock Lesnar. This is why a lot of times I get frustrated by outsiders coming in. Because, like you just said, Mark, play to the strengths. Tell a story. Let's see what happens. Did I don't I don't think there was one person who watched that matchup between Tyson Fury and Braun Strowman and were satisfied by what they saw. Not one. No. Because the wrestling fans are upset because of how Braun Strowman was portrayed. And if there was any Tyson Fury fans that tuned in and watched it, they were upset by what they saw because you saw a guy doing something that he's not naturally capable of doing. And there was no story that was played off of that. So I, I don't see why you did it other than having some, I guess, sports center moment the next day. That's the, that's the only reason why I see them doing what they did. Because otherwise it made no sense to me at all. Yeah, Fox Sports. Yeah. One gimmick. Yeah. Listen, I... I'm I'm hypocritical because I I I'm I have I'm a dog in the fight. Um Brian is one of my guys. And I wish that I would have reached out. I, I stay away. I don't I don't interfere. But this is the one time that I wish I had got a call and go, hey man, what you think? I I really do. Because it didn't help anybody. It didn't help anybody. And if I was if I was uh, Tyson Fury's boxing camp, I would have worried about him going to the ground that many times. There's a lot that can happen when you go to the ground, and none of them are good. <laughs> You could twist the knee, hurt a hand, hurt break a finger. Like there's stuff that he's not used to doing, and I w- I would have wanted to protect that and do something that the crowd was. If if Brian would have went out in the beginning and said, "No, this is not boxing. This is wrestling. You're in my world," and Tyson came out after him and started pounding him across his back and he picked him up and ran him into the post and threw him in the ring and got heat on him on the ground while he was on the ground. You don't have to get up and get back down. You keep him grounded and you wrestle him. You put him in holes. And then all of a sudden he reverses one. Oh, you push him to a corner. You snap marry him over. You put him in a rear chin. He gets out of that. And now you start to get to the point to where 
not only does it get out, but he puts you in a hole. And while you're frustrated, you throw a punch and knock his butt to the ground. And the referee goes and like kind of does one of those, like they rub their boxing gloves together. Like, Hey, can you go? Can you go? I'm painting the picture for you. And now he comes up. He's shaking his head. He's like, come on, bring it on. Brian goes to try to wrestle, but now he's like, is that what we're doing? And drops his ass like a bad habit. Covers him. One, two, three. But he stands up over him with those big long arms stretching up. And he's like telling him, keep counting. Come on, man. Come on. Oh. And the way it played out last night was terrible because you had you had Tyson Fury give that punch to Braun. Braun falls to the ground. He's out cold for ten seconds, gets counted out, and then later on, Braun, you know, gives you know the the slam to Fury, and five seconds later, Fury's back up on his feet. He gave him the world's strongest slam, and he got right back up on his feet. If you don't know SiriusXM, then listen up. Commercial-free music, plus sports, comedy, talk, and news. They have it all. A lot of people think you need a car to enjoy SiriusXM, but you don't. You can listen outside the car. Right now, you can get your first three months of SiriusXM outside the car for just $1. Just go to SiriusXM.com busted to see offer details and to subscribe. You can listen on your phone, at home, and online. That's SiriusXM.com busted. Offer available to new SiriusXM streaming subscribers. SiriusXM, no car required. And I kind of came up with a short list of who I thought got the best reactions. But let me okay. ask you, who do you think got the best reactions last night? Well, starting from the bottom to the top, I would definitely have to say that the the ladies uh, definitely belong on that list. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mansoor belongs on that list. Hometown hero. Hometown hero. Uh, AJ Styles. Yes. And the Fiend, and then Brock Lesnar. That's that's my list. And I, I know that I left Randy Orton off that list. He got a great at reaction, and Roman Reigns got a great reaction. It was it was, but it was balanced. But um, the reaction from the women and reaction from Mansoor um, were, I mean, it was completely deafening. Them being in the ring. And Mansoor, we got to talk about that. Mansoor and Cesaro were fantastic. Maybe the best match of the night, if you look at it technically, what took place in that ring. And Mansoor was great, and he got a fantastic reaction, as you said. And Cesaro just keeps killing it, man. I mean, that's, I mean, he is so talented and never disappoints in the ring. Of course. I mean, Cesaro is, is one of the better wrestlers in the industry, and I'm – uh, from his entrance, people care. And when you see him in the ring, he never disappoints. Have you ever seen, do you remember Cesaro having a match where you was like, oh, what was that? No, and, and not only that. I don't. When, I don't when, remember. Never. And, Mark, when he got thrown together, and I, and I do mean they were thrown together, him and Sheamus. I mean, can you think of a tag team that made it work better than those two did? They were absolutely phenomenal together. Yeah, and and I hope, and I've been praying for Sheamus. I I hope Sheamus is able to come back and and resume 
being the Seamus of old because I mean he's he's just he's just good. He's too valuable to be to to end it now. I mean he's still young enough to um, maximize his his time with the company and and be involved and not just sit at home and collect a check because he's injured. And another really good matchup, too, was A.J. and Umberto. And A.J. Styles, as you said, wow. got a, a tremendous reaction. And Umberto, man, he's somebody that they're obviously pushing and giving some shine to, and after what I saw last night, rightfully so. Yeah, he needs as many reps as he can get. He needs to get in there with greats like A.J. Styles every week because I can see him being – he reminds me a lot of Drew McIntyre. Wow. He could be one of those guys that right now, he looks like a kid. But come back in about three years after you've been grizzled and you you, you kind of look like an adult. Your body fills out, your face kind of hardens, you know, and and you finally are able to let your skills show in a way where you look like a man. Because Drew McIntyre is a grown-ass man now. And that's what I don't see from him. I don't see the grown man in him. I just see the skill level being really, really high. And he did things on the ropes that the only person that I've seen do him is Pentagon Jr. And I, I've told you how high I am with him. Respect to the tag, yep. but man, I'd like to see Pentagon in some individuals, some singles matches. He's he's good. I almost said effing good. He's good. <laughs> and Humberto, he's only twenty four years old. I mean, he's, he's a kid. A, he's, he's a kid, man. At twenty seven, he's gonna be a monster. I mean, AJ Styles, like Alberto Del Rio, like Rey Mysterio, like. I mean, steamboat like. Can you the baby? He's handsome, body looks good, athletic, can move. Let's let him master the English language. Let's see him develop into a grown man. Look, look, look harder. He's gonna be bigger and thicker. You look at his frame. You can tell he's got room to grow. Like I don't want to rush him. Don't rush him towards titles and all of that. Let him develop. And don't break his spirit. Like, you know, I mean, don't job him out, but I wouldn't put him in championship stuff yet. Like, put him in some tags with guys. Let him let him get a couple of years under his belt. Before I mean he he was he was impressive. I he made me think about the future of wrestling. Not just right now. That's that's how good he is. Mark, let, Mark, let me ask you something because you bring up Humberto, and and obviously you're somebody uh, with the WWE that's, you know, you've you've recommended talent, you've helped develop talent, and when you're talking about how you got to take it easy, don't rush them, and don't job them out either, it's almost like a minor league coach talking about an MLB prospect. Is that the kind of way you look at this right now? That, that's the way I look at the business overall. I mean, you need AJ Styles and Randy Orton and Kofi Kingston to bring along 
other guys, especially the young ones. You know who's good at that? Cesaro. He's great at it. Working with guys, putting them through the paces, making them look good without, you know, overdoing it. And there's guys that are, that have come up doing great job. Ricochet doing a great job. I wish I could, I could, I could be in my prime and wrestle Ricochet. I would knock the shit out of him <laughs> because I want to wake him up. Yeah. I want to make him angry with me. And I'm like, come on, let's go make it a contest. And people feel it. They can sense it. Hey, this, this is not just wrestling. <laughs> Well, you know that guy is mad. Well, you know what, Mark? You just said something. You, you talk about waking up, and we talk a lot about Seth Rollins. I've talked a lot about Seth Rollins, and on Him the microphone, too. he pisses me off. Is that a guy? And now, listen, that story is going to change. He's no longer champion, so we'll see what happens. But it's like when you look at a Seth Rollins, when you look at a Ricochet, when you want to garner some emotion from these guys, as you Beat as some, like, do you feel like just you just want to just. I like do. punch him in the I face. Did. I just beat on them. I drug them around. I drag. I'm serious. I would drag people by their heel and just chunk them in the ropes, kick them out of the ring. You don't have. It's, it's like this show. We have a we have kind of a framework of what we want to do, what we want to talk about, but it's not etched in stone. I'm gonna change it every now and then. I step on you. Not not intentionally. It just happens. We talk at the same time every now and then. It happens. It's not perfect. It's not going to be polished up. I don't I don't want to live like that. It's the same way in the ring. I'm going to do stuff that's nobody knows, not even me. It just happens. And people can't see through you. They don't look at you like, oh, that was scripted. Because it's not. The show, the wrestling is not meant to be scripted. It's Broadway. It's the original Broadway. You know the lines, but how you deliver them mm. is what makes it good. My kids went to see so many things on Broadway. Beetlejuice, Comedy of Errors, Hamilton, and all of these great Broadway plays. You know what the thing that they liked about them is the emotion from the actors. It's the participants that make it. I want to see Ricochet look ugly. I would like to grab him and throw him in a turnbuckle about 10 times. No wrestling, just me dominating him, throwing him into a turnbuckle. Bang. Over again. Get your ass up. Bang. And then when I decide to go and splash him, he moves and now be fly. Come on. You better get up and do it because if you don't, I'm going to beat your ass some more. And when he does that, the crowd is going to be like, go, Ricochet, go. Get him. And when I pull the rug out from under him, it's going to be a collective, oh, and I'm going to just stand there and laugh. <laughs> you seen me work? Yep, I know. You know what I do? Nobody's doing that to him. 
That's why I wanted Randy to whoop him. I want to see some guys get dirtied up. If they get a little cut, then tough. Learn to fight back. Get your hands up. Vince always, Vince loves guys that, that fight with their hands up. It, it, it means you, you, you don't want to get hit. You can see two kids fight in the schoolyard. What's the first thing you see them do? Hands up. They put your hands up. These are kids. Never had a fight before in their life. Instinctively, I'm not going to let him hit me in my head. Why would we not get that in wrestling? Is it? Okay. No, 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 Mark. And I, and I'm, frustra- I'm just frustrated. You're not frustrated. You're getting fired up. So I got, I gotta, I gotta jump on Shit. it. I gotta jump on it because I see the emotion, and if I see the emotion, I hear the emotion. If I don't follow up on it, it's my job. I did a bad one. Because you just talked about when I'm hearing you, the violence. Is what we're getting sometimes? Not violent enough. Is it too polished? Does it need to get a little it's grittier? It's too polished. Yes, there you go. Thank you. It's too polished. It's too. It's, it's too many people playing wrestling. You're playing wrestling. You're not making it a contest. You're not making it uh, abstract. It's abstract art. It's 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 a it's a it's a. You look at a wall. And you see a blank piece of paper. But if you look at it long enough, you start to see stuff in it. That's not what I'm getting. And I I, I hate to be the guy that's... I'm always complaining about people that call in and they, they want something too soon. Or why am I not getting this? And I'm that guy today and it's pissing me off. Then I'm, I'm mad at myself. But from watching the show last night, which was a good, good pay-per-view or during the day, it was a good show. I just saw the potential for, for more. And, and it's nothing that's going to interfere with what's already going on. I just want to see it be a little bit more aggressive and the stories that you tell is through action and that's that's what i want but it's it's not it's not it's not mine but in a way it is and i talked about guys complaining uh the other day on friday and i said call in a lot of people have my number. There's very few elite wrestlers in the business that don't have my number. There's an open invitation for dialogue anytime. I don't charge. I know a little bit about this business. Just a little. And I want to share it. And for the most part, every other guy that has these rings on don't have a problem with talking to you and sharing, but your egos have to be put aside. Your pride that I don't want nobody telling me what to do. He's not, I'm over. He's not over no more. You got to put all that aside. 
and call those people. Sometimes you have to be humbled. Humble yourselves. Dave, you're a genius. You complete me. I, listening you to you talk. My thoughts. Listen, honest to God, listening to you talk, Mark, and you bring up Humberto and the conversation about Ricochet. If I'm Vince McMahon, and I'm not saying this is going to happen, and I'm not saying that you would do it. I'm just hypothetically talking. If I'm listening to this conversation, I'm not even a conversation, I'm, I'm listening to you preach, and I'm Vince McMahon, the first thing I do when this show is over is call you because I would want to see you in the ring with Ricochet, and here's why. My dad used to tell me a story about when he was in the Navy. There was somebody that was on their ship that knew karate. Small guy, really short, thin, but he would kick everybody's ass because he knew karate. So he'd get into bar fights all the time, kicking everybody's ass. And then one time he got into a bar fight with this big dude and he was kicking him and he was punching him and he was kicking this guy's ass. And all it took was that big guy to get one shot in. Boom! And that guy was knocked out cold. No more karate because that guy was out cold. Because he meant crazy. Yeah, because you know what beats karate? Crazy. Because Mark Henry may not know karate, but he does know crazy. And that's what you would have to get from Ricochet. Ricochet knows all these moves. He's jumping. He's dropping off the top rope. He's flipping. He's going through the the second and third rope. He's doing all that. But a punch from Mark Henry will knock your ass out. And now you can build on that from a story. Mm -hmm. That's what we need to see from Ricochet. The only way we would get emotionally involved with Ricochet if his if he got his ass knocked out. Because all of a sudden, now you found a solution to, like everybody likes to say, the high spots and the flips and the flops and all that stuff. What's the answer to that? A nice, hard right hand from somebody like Mark Henry or somebody like Braun Strowman. Let me, let me tell you the, bri- the, the brilliance of Big Show. Big Show had the big punch. That was his thing. He was wrestling Alberto Del Rio. I forget what year it was and what the what the, Alberto was the champion. And how do you take it away? I remember watching these matches and every like so often Alberto would start trying to knock grab Big Show's hand, and throw it into the turnbuckle. Big Show is on the ground. Alberto jumps up, both feet smashed right on top of his hand. Show is selling this. He he can't get the punch off. That's the story. He can't hit him. He reaches back, and he tries to hit Alberto, and he hurts himself. And Alberto swing, does that arm, takes him down, and tries to dislocate his elbow. And ultimately, Alberto stomps him and stomps him and gives him a kick off the top rope, and and he ends up beating uh, Big Show. Because Big Show couldn't do what? Couldn't do what Big Show does. Yeah, he couldn't use that knockout punch. He he made him one-dimensional. And he used them, and he won. That's the story. How many times have you seen that story told lately, Dave? You don't see it. 
you the don't. simple things that, that makes a little kid seven years old understand what just happened. I, I'm hell. I'm damn near fifty, and I see some matches. I'm like, what the hell happened? <laughs> I don't get it. I want to see more guys. This is a challenge to the for the Indies. This is a challenge to AEW, to NXT, to Raw, SmackDown, New Japan, ROH, MLW, MCW, any other initial out there. ROH, you name it. Challenge yourself to tell a story. And I, ultimately, what I'm saying here is for my personal benefit, because <laughs> I am a fan and I want to see you entertain me at the highest level that you can. Thanks for listening. Catch us Monday through Saturday on Busted Open from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM. Fight Nation, Channel 156. The Busted Open Podcast. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.